BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's your forecast, and there's some confusion yesterday between the dog and myself because the door was open, but it was cool. We didn't know whether it was the heat, the air conditioning, but a fall-like feel. Yeah, I know a lot of people are, you know, turning the heat on probably in the cars for the mm-hmm. first time. Maybe not in the houses just yet, but closing up those windows tight at night after having them up during the open during the day. What a difference. As advertised, our weekend feeling much different than it did a week ago. We're talking about sweating it out in the pumpkin patch, those iced pumpkin lattes, and we're going to reverse that trend. We already have been, of course. It's chilly this morning, 47 officially at Lambert Airport right now. But, of course, temperatures away from Lambert are always several degrees cooler, and we've been watching especially those low spots and those river valleys, and that's where we have those temperatures in the 30s again this morning. As expected, you had down I-44 and then down into the hill country there of the eastern Ozarks. Some of our colder temperatures, 34 right now in Cook Station, but 41 in Cuba. 34 also being reported in Herman right now. So we do have some pretty chilly spots, 36 degrees in Mount Vernon. So some patchy frost in some areas. What may help us a little bit is some cloud cover that's trying to roll in. That's out ahead of another cold front. Today's temperatures will actually be a little warmer than yesterday's out ahead of that front, but then that front will reinforce the chill for our Monday morning. So getting you out the door, definitely jacket, sweater, fleece, whatever weather you want this morning. We'll warm things up, though, closer to 70 this afternoon. We'll talk a lot more about some more changes to the forecast, including some needed rain chances. That's coming up in just a few minutes. Thank you, Angela. The Belleville Police Department says one person is dead after a shooting Saturday afternoon. The shooting reportedly happened a few blocks away from a chili cook-off event. Police responded to the shooting around noon near 1st Street and West B Street. When they arrived, they learned the victim had suffered multiple gunshot wounds. The victim was pronounced dead at the scene. One person of interest is in custody as of 5.30 evening and Saturday. Investigators have not disclosed what might have led up to the shooting. If you have any information relevant to the investigation, contact Belleville Police at 618-234-1212. Issues from a cyber incident continues to affect computer networks related to Metro Colorado and phone systems. As a result, Colorado will not be providing rides this weekend. The transportation service is unable to use their phones and scheduling service. MetroLink and MetroBus will continue to operate on their normal weekend schedules. The ticket vending machines will only accept cash until further notice. The Bi-State Development IT team detected an additional, detected an additional cybersecurity event early Saturday morning is working with their security partners to identify the next steps moving forward to resolve the issue. Moving to this morning's You Paid For It, a $150 million price tag for a new low-income housing development to replace a complex that had become a national disgrace. You Paid For It has done countless stories on Clinton Peabody and its plethora of serious troubles. Elliot Davis looks at a new future for the old complex. Clinton Peabody housing projects that is just south of downtown St. Louis has become synonymous with housing troubles with mice and bug infestation, old buildings and rampant crime. Now a new future for the complex, a new $150 million development to redo the complex that will be paid for with public and private funding. Why is this a 
good deal for taxpayers to pay $150 million. I would say it's not um, atypical of affordable housing projects that we see across the country. Um, it's not um, anything that's unusual. Um, I say that families um, deserve a good place to live and a quality place to live. And I think it would have taken just as much money to uh, try to fix the units um, and then we still wouldn't be able to provide the families with the modern amenities that we feel that they deserve and they know that they deserve. Several years back, the You Paid For team exposed those serious problems here at Clinton Peabody. Residents were overrun by mice and insects. Eventually, there was an uprising by tenants. They were led by a Missouri state senator and a representative. Before it was over, a U.S. senator got involved in the fight. The Missouri attorney general at the time filed a lawsuit against the housing authority over terrible conditions. The housing authority board of directors was forced out. The executive director resigned. Alana Green was installed as the new executive director who pushed for the new development. The redevelopment of Clinton Peabody is long overdue. It should have been done decades ago. Quite frankly, Clinton Peabody is the oldest development in the Housing Authority portfolio, constructed in, constructed in the 1940s, and I will say that it doesn't provide for the amenities that modern families need to thrive. The new project involves some 358 apartments of the complex on 14th and Shoto. There are 31 buildings that sit on 24 acres. Housing officials aren't the only ones who believe this is a good deal. I talked to people who live here and they say they put up with horrible conditions long enough and change is long overdue. So what are your thoughts? Are they going to redo this place? I think it's a good idea. I really do. Mm -hmm. I really do because it's going to get rid of the, the rodents mm -hmm. and the roaches and maybe some of the other problems that's going on down here. You're excited about the change? I'm, I'm extremely happy. I'm very happy. Like me and my kids, they have a whole new place and it'll look better. Executive Director Alana Green says officials hope to start construction in late 2024 or early 2025, depending on the funding. She anticipates the project will take about five years to complete. Of course, I'll keep tabs on this deal. After all, you paid for it. Every Saturday until November, SSM Health Medical Group is hosting drive-through flu clinics at four St. Louis area locations. From 8 a.m. till noon, those Saturdays, shots will be available at 5252 South Lindbergh Boulevard in South County, 1120 Shackleford Road in Florissant, 1035 Bellevue Avenue in West St. Louis, and 1603 Wentzville Parkway in Wentzville. The medical group encourages you to make appointments, but you don't need one. You can make an appointment by calling the number on your screen. Some Walgreens pharmacies across the country could close for three days this week. Here's why. Pharmacists and their support staff could walk off the job Monday through Wednesday. The employees say challenging working conditions make it difficult to safely fill prescriptions. They say staffing issues are compounded by the need to administer shots for COVID, the flu, and the flu, rather. Walgreens says it has increased training for new pharmacists, but paused training for non-critical workers during the immunization season. Speaking of striking workers, UAW leaders, well, they say they're making progress towards ending a more than three-week strike by workers. Workers have engaged in a piecemeal strike against the automakers, including the more than 4,000 workers at the GM plant in Wentzville. UAW chief Sean Fain says no new strikes against the big three automakers, for now. The decision comes after what Fain called a, quote, transformative win with General Motors. The strikes have already cost the U.S. economy about $4 billion. Dozens of events raising awareness for breast cancer are getting underway across the St. Louis region during the month of October. Fox 2's Blair Lede takes us to the 14th annual Sista Strut. Supper, corn rolls and manicure toes. Hey. Cindy Capri pants and Paris suit clothes. I like 
Dancing in downtown St. Louis, surrounded by support and led with love. We welcome them with love, and I'm a hugger, so I hug everybody that come in. The 14th annual Sister Strut Breast Cancer Awareness Walk, aiming to raise awareness, honor lives lost, and celebrate survivors is all about one thing. Unity. We got to come together. Every breast cancer is different. These people painted the city pink, sharing their stories. Well, we talk about our experience, you know, what you went through, when, what stage you were found in, and just just encouraging one another. And motivation to keep moving forward. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Push through. Push forward. Push forward. You can do it. It is so wonderful. It just fills my heart to see this many supporters for the cause because, like they say, so many women of color die so early. The American Cancer Society reports black women have a 40% higher death rate from breast cancer. It's the leading cause of cancer death in women of color. Every day someone is diagnosed with breast cancer. Every 15 minutes. The reason this sister support is so important. Some cross the finish line with pictures of loved ones who lost the battle. Those courageously carrying on encourage early screening. It's best to be found early. You have a better chance of fighting it. Don't give up, no matter what. If it comes back positive, say, God got me. Go for it. Fight, because we fighters. Well, there was no lack of love or positivity from the starting line to the finish. A common factor for the survivors still fighting is faith. I'm, I'm a, actually a 10-year survivor, but they just found it in March again. But God's going to take me through that one, too. And I am a 9-year survivor, and I thank God every day, every day of my life. In downtown St. Louis, I'm Blair Leday. Nice weather on a Saturday for that strut. Let's bring in meteorologist Angela Huddy to see what we can expect as we start your week early Sunday. We are in getting started. What kind of changes can we expect, if any, this week? You know, one thing we're going to watch for is a little bit more rain in the forecast, but not for a couple of days. There is a front that's on the way for tonight, but it doesn't really have a lot of wet weather for us. It is going to reinforce that chill. And of course, we have that chill out there this morning. If you haven't stepped outside, take the dog out, grab the paper, whatever it may be. Be ready for it as we open the door. There are many spots down into the 30s. Our skies, though, are a mix. I've had a beautiful clear sky view on my way in, but I've also noticed in many of our webcam views, we're starting to see some clouds roll in, especially on the Illinois side of the Mississippi. So we'll watch for that. That's out ahead of this little kind of almost a clipper system that's going to be dropping through today. 47 right now at Lambert. West winds are at 6. Yes, we went from 90 degree, almost record high temperatures to the wind chill showing up on the weather graphics, everybody. Feels like 44 out there this morning. Bottom line, it's chilly. Our bodies are still used to the warmth, so you're going to want to have a jacket on out the door this morning. I'm taking you down to Farmington here. This is outside of the airport there because Farmington's one of our spots that have dropped into the 30s. So the hill country area there through St. Francis County could be seeing some spots of patchy frost this morning. You see, I mentioned Cook Station at 34. Herman also reporting 34. Some very chilly spots. 40 Arnold, just 45 degrees. Alton and Litchfield. Mention that cloud cover, especially on the Illinois side. Here's our next weather system for tonight. So a little increase in cloud cover for everybody, and especially in our Illinois communities. But no rain with this system. Maybe a spot sprinkle as close as Springfield or Decatur, but I think it stays away from the St. Louis area. As this cold front approaches tonight, we'll continue with more of a partly cloudy sky. It will be cool overnight, not as cool as this morning. 
But this front will come through in the early morning hours of Monday and clear away, and that will open the door to cooler temperatures for the day on Monday. So we'll go from highs that bounce back closer to 70 today to back only in the low to mid 60s for highs on our Monday. So keep that in mind. That chill is sticking around. We don't we're not rebounding any really warm temperatures like we saw last week. If you're like me, I know we should leave some of the leaves, but you may have a little cleanup to do. Only hiccup today will be a little bit of that wind if you're still hoping maybe to get a little yard work in. A little garden work, maybe closing things down for the season. Partly cloudy today. More clouds the farther east that you go. That will impact temperatures. Notice Litchfield down to Mount Vernon. Highs only in the 60s. Rest of the area should pop into the low 70s. Tonight, partly cloudy. 40s out the door Monday morning. The extended outlook tomorrow again behind that front back down into the 60s for highs, 65. Tuesday back up into the upper 60s. By Tuesday night, we watch for the first round of rain showers, maybe a thunderstorm into Wednesday morning. A little warmer than Wednesday and Thursday with widespread rain expected Thursday night and for the day on Friday.